0: at 7.30 here on Monday mornings, we check in live on the telephone with R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. Depending upon whose calculation we use, this past week has been the beginning of either the 4,709th Chinese year or the 4,710th, the difference being due to a slight drift from the winter solstice around December 23rd. 2698 B.C., to the inauguration of the Yellow King held in spring 2697 B.C. In any case, it is Chinese New Year. And to be exact, it is the year of the dragon. Appropriately, we're also transitioning from a new moon to a first quarter waxing crescent moon to coincide with the lunar calendar that the Chinese New Year follows. In turn, Chinese astrology is based on just one celestial system, the cycle of the moon, and not on the cycle of the sun, planet, or stars. Like St. Joan of Arc, John Lennon, Yehudi Menuhin, Che Guevara, and my sister, I was born in the year of the dragon. Jing Zhang, executive director of the Chinese Language and Cultural Center of Maine in Bangor, says that the year of the dragon is an exceptionally lucky year. To me, the year of the dragon is even better than the leap year. The former provides a frame for measuring the progress of one's life in 12-year increments, whereas the latter, affords only the briefer span of four years. It's an easy couple of jumps, for example, back through the year 2000 to the year 1988, a quick review of almost a quarter century with one stop midway at a dozen years. Most humans, when they reach the age of 30, are innately introduced to the illusory image of tentative time. That sudden awareness striking unexpectedly that more time than we have been conscious of has rocketed right past us. and We are no longer as young as we would like to imagine ourselves. My son has been wrestling with this revelation lately and wondering why he is 34 years old and feeling unfulfilled. Equally difficult is dealing with an absence of answers when he asks himself, what is it he would want to do to feel fulfilled? In short, he suspects He's in the throes of a midlife crisis a little ahead of schedule. In my attempts to reassure him that all is probably right on schedule for him and that not everyone waits until he or she is 40 or 50 years old to be thinking about major life readjustments, I try to reacquaint him with some of his basic, though nevertheless substantial, accomplishments. He's a compassionate sort whom neither man nor beast need fear. He's able to support himself with work that he does well, He's managed to stay out of jail. He's excellent with little children, having been satisfactorily trained by the children who were in his charge when he was a young lifeguard, and by his three nieces, my granddaughters, who range from four years old to 13. But like many of us, he is unable to properly value these wonderful attributes. He's also a natural-born sociologist and psychologist, although he refers to his work as a bartender as having to go deal with the drunks. Basically, he has persuaded himself that he needs to finish up a college degree, although he has had repeated difficulties over the years deciding exactly which program of study he wants to fully invest himself in. And thus, a kind of inertia has set in, which he wants to break loose from, but waits for an inspiration to do so. And this is where I will direct him to the Chinese New Year. I will remind him of its handiness as a gauge of long-range temporality. I will tell him that 25 years fr- will pass more quickly than he can possibly imagine, and that 25 years from now, he will be as old as I am. But I will also remind him that if he can maintain the quality of his life that he has managed so far, he will be a most fortunate man, and that he will find that a fulfillment in itself. Perhaps, too, he'll learn that celebrating a new year on more than one calendar might just expand his horizons of time. For more Maine. Happy Chinese New Year, Gong Hai Fat Choi, and have a great day.